The generals, one of the major importers of fentanyl. We're going after him. We have a source inside. He's a convicted felon. This is bad business. You'll break your parole. Get back to prison. If anyone can get drugs inside, it's you. I want out. We go along with the plan. Evidence buries the general for good. And if that happens, you're a free man. I'll never get out. You need to fix this. You know what to do. Burn him. He's so close to delivering. He has a family. We made him guarantees. I'm just trying to get home. This ends now. Welcome along to the Rewind Recommends, Buzz at Ease Pop Culture Wing, where this week we're previewing The Informer ahead of its release in Irish cinemas on August 30th. The crime thriller stars the likes of Joel Kinnaman and Rosamund Pike, and today we'll be filling you in on everything you need to know before you go to see it. You have just been listening to the trailer there. My name is Mark Fardy, and I am delighted to be joined this week by Sean Meehan. Sean, how are you? How are you doing, Mark? How are you? Are you excited to chat about The Informer? Of course I am. Of course. It's, it, I've seen the trailer. It looks... Exciting, chock full of action, double agents. What more so could you want? So much going on, yeah. Prison, in prison, out of prison, back in again. There's so much happening. Uh, if this is your first time hearing about The Informer, uh, basically the plotline is that honourable discharged special ops soldier Peter Coslow, who's played by Joel Kinnaman, his world is turned upside down when he's jailed after a fight to protect his wife, played by Anna de Armas. Uh, he's given a chance of early release by becoming an informant for the FBI and using his covert skills in operation to take down the general, who is the most powerful crime boss in New York. Uh, but when the FBI sting meant to finally earn Coslow's freedom results in the death of an undercover NYPD cop, Coslow finds himself caught in the crossfire between the mob and the FBI. So what happens, Sean? He thinks he's getting free, this cop gets killed, and then... The general insists that Cosdo takes the heat and sends him back to prison to spearhead a drug operation from the inside. And the FBI affirms that going back to jail to do the general's bidding is the only way for Coslow to keep his deal with them and get his freedom. So caught in a world of impossible choices, Coslow must now return to prison where he formulates a plan to escape the clutches of three of New York's most powerful organizations, the mob, the NYPD and the FBI. He just wants to save his family. He wants to save himself and save his family, Sean. That's a triumvirate that you don't want coming after you. It is. You, you really, you really, one is bad enough, never mind three of them. Yeah, like, as far as triumvirates go, it's, I can't think of, of many worse. I, like, it's one of those, we'll talk about this later on, coming up to the show, we're going to go through who stars, who it's produced by, the director, all that stuff. We'll also get into discussing some of the finer details of how we envisage the plot uh, playing out. And one of the things we've been chatting about ourselves is how to get out of this situation. It seems like a bit of an impossible situation that Coslow finds himself in. Exactly. Like, if you place yourself in Coslow's shoes, like, where do you go? Like, when you're out in prison... You know it's pretty bad in there. You get out, you finally get your freedom, and you'll do it by any means necessary. Then you're thrown right back in. But this time to spearhead a drug gang. A drug gang selling fentanyl. (laughs) 
So it, it's a it's a tricky one. Uh, it is uh, directed by Andrea De Stefano, who uh, his first feature film was Escobar Paradise Lost a few years ago, which had starred Benicio del Toro. Um, but it's uh, actually based upon a, a really popular novel in Sweden called Three Seconds, which was written by Anders Rosland and uh, Borga Hellström. So this is obviously the film adaptation. Uh, interesting though, it's been written by uh, De Stefano, Matt Cook, and Rowan Joff. But the producer is Basil Iwanek, who uh, has also produced, just to name a few, Sicario, John Wick, Wind River, The Town, and The Expendables. So that is not a bad portfolio to have. I tell you, one thing that I know about Basil without having ever met him or without having ever spoken to him is that time uh, in his company. He, uh, he just loves a great deal of action. He loves a good action film. You know, and fair play to him. And obviously, like in doing the sort of press for this film, it's Sicario and John Wick that are two films that are kind of mentioned yep. more often than not. And they kind of combine, this film sort of combines the two worlds of those films, you know, one's a hitman, you know, one's an FBI agent. Now, of course, Coslo isn't a hitman so much as a sort of a reformed criminal, say, is what yeah, he said. An, an anti-hero, like I think he got sent, he got sent, sent to prison in the first place for a, a, bar, a bar fight where he was defending his, uh, defending his lady. Uh, exactly. So he's an honourable man, like John Wick. Doesn't really want to be in this situation, but just kind of gets dragged into exactly, it. He's trying exactly. To get, he's trying to leave that past life behind him. You know, if if but if you were to if if somebody was to mention that they had ran into this lad or become good friends with him, and you wanted a backstory, you'd be kind of hesitant, and yep. then and then subsequently realise that they're sound lads. Yep, and like Sicario, you know, you say an FBI agent, but the what would you say the moral? Uh, the morality question comes into it again. Like it in Sicario, you see Clive Owen is uh, head of that field office for the FBI in the movie and in the trailer. He's he's the first person to seem to be turning his back on Coslow. So this is obviously setting up the tension that's going to be between uh, Clive Owen, Owen's character and Rosamund Pike, who is the the go-between, the liaison in the FBI between uh, Coslow and the FBI. She's the one that seems to be spearheading uh, you know, the FBI's you know, deals with Coslow and that he is an honourable man and she seems to see that in him. Yep. You know, despite, despite if you were to get his rap, she, you would probably go, do we really want to be working with this lad? Yeah, exactly. But you've seen uh, Rosamund Pike, obviously she plays a renowned deviant in uh, Gone Girl, but she (laughs) seems to be straight up here. She's the, your quintessential concerned law enforcement person who uh, is the, the only person that the, the contact uh, or the the hero can trust. You see this in plenty of films. You've seen it in Batman. You've seen it in uh, The Departed. Things like yeah, this. The one, the one that you know, sort of places trust in somebody that the organization might not want to be dealing with. Yep. You know, but she just wants to get the results. She wants to bring down the Polish mob. Exactly. So we've mentioned Pike. Obviously, it also stars Joel Kinnaman, who is the the main character in it. Uh, you know Joel from Suicide Squad. He's been in The Killing, House of Cards, Easy Money, and also Altered Carbon on Netflix. Don't forget RoboCop. And RoboCop. Don't RoboCop. <laughs> How could we ever forget RoboCop? Uh, and also we mentioned Clive Owen, who uh, has he's got he's got previous in these types of uh, action films. He is the FBI agent we talked about that uh, is probably going to turn out to be the why not the the main uh, villain in the piece. He's going to be the the your quintess- uh, certainly one that you're going to come away from it and be like he he's not somebody that I trust. You yeah, know exactly. And also common 
and he's in obviously from Suicide Squad, Ocean's Eight, John Wick Two, Selma. Um, he's building up quite a repertoire of movies common for a yeah, man who is primarily known as a musician. Exactly, he's almost like sort of switching lanes now. You know, it's it's nice to have your foot in kind of both worlds, but now he seems to be almost fully diving into the the world of world of acting thespianism well, that's a term but thespianism I'm going to go for it uh, we've got uh, we've gone through who it stars who was written by who was produced by uh, Sean now let's look at some connections so if you're like me Sean what inevitably happens the minute you start watching the film is someone will come on screen and be like where do I know them from what was that thing I saw that person in weren't they in something else together so this is a section when we're chatting about movies that we like to do called connections where we do all the hard work for you we've looked up all their, their past bibliography we looked up what they've worked together on what other little tiny connections maybe they didn't work together on something but there's some other way that they're connected maybe they're even related well i can tell you that in this movie nobody is related in real life but there are some connections some interesting ones now first up joel kinnaman i never knew he's actually swedish so he was Born in Sweden, has both a Swedish and American passport. Uh, this movie, of course, written, it's a Swedish, as we were saying, it's based on a Swedish novel. So he's the perfect fit for it. He's got the build. He's the he's a perfect man, even if he wasn't Swedish, in terms of these type of action thrillers. He's a big lad. Yeah, he's, he's a, a big, big bukel. He's a big bukel. You know, and yeah. he was in uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which is a Swedish exactly. novel. Sweet, well, Swedish-American film. Yep. You know, so he's got previous. He's got previous in sort of being the continuum between Sweden and America. Yeah, definitely. And he also has worked with Common before. They have worked together both on uh, Suicide Squad and Run All Night. So the two guys will know each other well. Common plays the NYPD officer who investigates the death of his colleague that, uh, that Kozlow obviously was present for. So they're going to be adversaries, I would imagine, in this. Yeah, yeah. Now, God knows what will happen, happens. though. It's just the setup. See? Yeah. It, this is. It's one of those where uh, who's he going to? Who, who does he choose to decide with? Like, if he goes to the NYPD, tries to explain himself what happened, the fact that he like turns his back on the FBI, then he's making another big enemy. Enemy, and maybe the maybe Common doesn't take him in. But I don't know. Common looks like a sound chap. Yes, but in this one, yeah, he, he does seem like he, you know, he wants to, you know, puff his chest out and you know assert his dominance over uh, over the FBI. In this know? one, yeah, he's got it. Yeah. A- Which like. I'm always interested in, like, what is the hierarchy of, of law enforcement in America? Like, because I always thought, oh, police might be at the bottom rung, and then, you know, you got CIA, FBI, all them lads. But he's there, like, we're the biggest police department in, in America, yeah. and the FBI is apparently just a field office. Well, it's still, well, it is this particular field office that he's going up against, so like, it's not the weight of the entire FBI. Maybe the entire FBI then gets dragged into it. Yeah, who's who's exactly, to know? Exactly, like, it's Maybe sort of everything. off more than you can chew. And then all of a sudden, what happens to him? He kind of shrinks into himself. Maybe he does go and, you know, be a bit nicer to, uh, you know, Kozlo. Who knows? Um, also, uh, Rosamund Pike and Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas only really, she's making a name for herself over the last few years. Um, she's only really starting out in her career. Um, but interestingly, 27 years apart, uh, Rosamund Pike was a Bond girl. Uh, she was Miranda Fa- Frost in Die Another Day, lest we forget. She was uh, a skilled defencer, if I remember correctly. <laughs> uh, and Anna Darmus is going to be uh, Bond Girl in Bond 25. She's going to play Paloma. So I don't know if uh, Pike can rely on her fencing skills in this one, but uh, there's just another connection between all these. And, and that's the thing. Everything is so up in the air in this film, and we've no idea how everything's going to play out. That Maybe she's going to have to draw on those skills eventually. <laughs> her in common, potentially, in a, in a fencing bout. <laughs> Has Colin got previous in fencing? I'm, I, 
I don't know, but he's got so many strings to his bow that he could probably be a dab hand with the, uh, like, I was going to go with pugil stick, but it's not pugil stick. <laughs> so in my eye, Sean, calls us up against the wall here, but he has a few choices, mm. right? He's got, he can turn his back on the whole lot and just join the general, become his right-hand man, uh, live the high life once he gets out of prison for a while. But he could be in prison for a very long time. That's the he's thing. going away for... Uh, and, like, if you're, you know, like, that seems like quite a big drugs bust as well. Yeah. Plus, an officer dies. That's that's years to a sentence. Yeah, and also, there's always that thing hanging over him that the general may find out that he was an informant. There you go, exactly. So that's, that's curtains for him. And also his family, obviously, which is the biggest worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could just rely on the FBI, hope that they see this thing out. That would be the most straightforward thing, but... Clive Owen has different ideas. You've got to hope that Rosamund Pike is, you know, willing to lead this all the way to the bitter end and not try to listen to Clive Owen. Clive Owen seems like he, he, he appreciates the status quo, almost. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to deal with any of these criminals, no matter how honourable they may be, you know? Um, so, you, it, like, but that's all dependent on the sort of outside influences then. You know, because exactly. kind of time it's kind of stuck caught. then, you know? Yeah, and then he can turn to the NYPD and a good man common. We've already delved into that a little bit, but, you know, he could turn around and say, listen, I was there when your buddy was killed. It was on our watch, but you got to trust in me now. And, but like, what, 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 what has common got? What, what can he provide for Coslo? Is he able to get him out of prison? I don't think so. Exactly. Is he going to be so forgiving once he finds out what really happened? Yeah, like... That's the crux of it as well. It's that like, you know, you never want to do things for people just to get something off them. But when it comes to the Polish mob, the FBI and the NYPD, <laughs> you're going to want a kind of mutually beneficial relationship almost. Um, so I don't really know what, like Common just seemed qu- just very angry, like in the trailer. He just seems as though he wants justice for his, for his officer that died. His fallen comrade. You know, and... You know, what can, what can Kozlov offer so much as a, yeah, sorry about that. I was there. I yeah. uh, didn't mean for that to happen. I kind of, you know, I was trying my best to get me out of that situation. Like, I don't think Common would appreciate that too much. You kind of want to kill him. Um, lastly, he's, if he's trying to get out of prison, he could look to previous prison movies for some sort of salvation that's, here. That's correct. And some steering of steering what he should do. But I've been looking through these, Sean, and... To be honest, it doesn't paint a great picture for Coslow. I mean, you could look at like the Shawshank Redemption or Escape from Alcatraz, but I mean, he doesn't have ten years that Andy Dufresne had to slowly borrow his way out of this. Like the whole the the crux of what he wants to get he wants to get out of this situation is because he's got a young family, he's got his wife, and he's got his kid, and that's what he wants more more so than anything to get out of prison to get out of this situation is to be with them. Uh, if you if you try anti Dufresne it, your kid is grown up by the time you get out. You know, yeah. forgotten who you are. Exactly, like moved on, gone to college, doesn't want a bit of you. Uh, also, he's probably going to get found out that he, uh, his, someone's going to find him out, whether it be the NYPD or the. the mob. You've got three. <laughs> you've got three lads on your case as well. Like yeah. and you like Andy Dufresne. Like he escaped, went about his life. You yeah. know, he was the teacher's pet in there. Like. You know, you know. Whereas this lad, if if he's if he's teacher pe- teacher's petting one of them, two other teachers are going yep. ninety at him. So, 
It's it's. I don't think that he's going to take that particular plan. No. And and put it into action in this film. The Green Mile. There's nobody in. It doesn't look by the trailer for uh, the informer that there's anybody in there with magical powers. So, and even then, that was no use in helping anybody you escape. Know, in there. Or maybe, hopefully, you know, if he's still got the RoboCop outfit, maybe he can, you know, do, do something, something with that. that you know, I <laughs> uh, finally escaped to victory. Like he could enlist the family to dig some sort of tunnel under the prison system, organize a soccer match yeah. uh, between himself and the maybe the mob and the NYPD, some sort go. of come together uh, on Christmas Day or something. But that's a little bit far fetched. Yeah, for me you could well. try sort of a longest yard one. Then maybe, maybe, maybe football would be a bit, you know, out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. But like, they'd be on straight away. It's like yeah. soccer. Wait a minute, this man is organising <laughs> an escape plan. <laughs> Whereas with the longest yard, it's like, yeah, but he didn't escape after it. And then they'll be thinking, that's okay, don't worry about it. And then all of a sudden, boom, free to walk out the front door. Uh, I think, like, I think we've, we've we've stumbled onto something. All I'm saying is, Coslo. If you need us, we're here for you. We're here for you. In more seriousness, what would you do now if you were in this situation? Say you're stuck between the NYPD, the FBI, and the mob. You're stuck between a rock, a hard place, and an even harder place. Yeah, in prison. In the hardest place of all. Yeah. So, like, I think you have to draw on the FBI. I think it's the only logical way to go about it. You know, you were kind of, you were... You were taken out of a situation by them once. You've just got to hope that you do it again. But unfortunately, then that means that you have to embrace a kind of a life that you don't want to. Like you're gonna, you're gonna have to traffic drugs into prison for the general. And God knows how long that'll take to actually come off. Yeah. Because the whole plan of him getting out for good is if he works for the FBI. He brings in the fentanyl to prison for the general. The general gets found out that he's supplying the prisoners. He gets done. Everybody happy walks days. away happy. Um, but then that that doesn't even that doesn't even bring into common into account in the yeah, NYPD. Exactly. You know, exactly. Um, so I think you have to you have to kind of fall back on the FBI. You have to just at least try to appease them as best as possible, and then hope to God that that eventually works out for you, you know, then you get out. Then, you know, can you can you avoid Common and the NYPD? Do they have jurisdiction if you just move a tiny bit out of their, uh, you know, their precinct or yeah. whatever? I think Common's going to find out what really happened. I think they're going to become begrudging sort of partners or, you know, a common, respect, for want of a <laughs> part of the point of respect. Uh, I think Pike himself and common will be the three i don't know do you think he's going to get out of this unscathed is it oh, going to be no. happily ever after or is he going to have to maybe sacrifice himself the general gets gets caught but uh our our hero goes and there's also there's a hierarchy child have to make their way on their own there's a hierarchy to mobs as well like the general like may go down but surely one of the general's accomplices is going to just rise up. Just rise up and, and take over the empire. Like, is that like? And then they know what was going on. They were at that drug deal as well. They know that they know this lad. Like, they. It's not like this is just a, a random a random fella that the general just plucked out of nowhere, yeah. threw him on a couple of missions by himself, and all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, he's in prison for us now. Like, there's there's lads that know this. They know that Coslo is imprisoned, working for the general, the, the head honcho. So then if transporters that he gets out 
see, we're also forgetting that Coslo, by the end of this film, he might not have the second name Coslo anymore. He could be in witness protection. Oh, the there old Goodfellas go. trick. There you go. Like he could, he could, you know, revert back to Alex Murphy, live his life as RoboCop again. We don't know. We don't know. So, like, it's gonna, it's gonna have to be witness protection. I think if he does get out of it, and yeah. then hope to go, hope if he does deal with Common head on. You know, then he could crash and burn. Exactly, or but, it could be a kind of I could use you type of type of type of situation. You know, the NYPD could maybe not use him in the same vein as as the FBI do, and they, you know, throw him back into prison and be like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, sell more fentanyl. You were good at it. You know, like maybe maybe something you know a bit a bit make better. A career for himself in the old fentanyl trade. <laughs> and then and that's why he ends up right back with the generals, boys. <laughs> Look, Sean, I'm seriously looking forward to it now. Are you? Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to see what happens. Exactly. Like, like I mentioned, it will be in cinemas on August 30th. Make sure to check it out. You can also, of course, subscribe to this show. Just search The Rewind on all good podcast apps. Please be sure to leave a rating and a review as well. It really would mean a lot to us. And until next time, mind yourself. Please, Daddy, come back home. I'm scared. I'm doing everything I can. I'm coming for payback. I'm the hangman, and I just put a tight noose around your neck. I'm not getting out of this. This ends now. Surprise.